T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, we are uh, back here on WBEN for a great Monday morning around here. Looks great outside. Enjoy today. It's going to be not so nice <laughs> a little bit later on this week. So uh, enjoy uh, your Monday. Hopefully you're listening to us somewhere outside. Um, that is, of course, if you're north of the border. We heard Friday if you were uh, you know, maybe uh, tuning us in on the Odyssey app. But you're on a playground. Uh-oh. Uh, you oh, know, watch, watch out. out. Yeah. Police might be coming. Uh, Brian Lilly from the Toronto Sun joins us right off the show to talk a little bit about that. Hey, Brian, uh, first off, how are you? Uh, doing well. I uh, spent a good part of the weekend outside. You know, we have pretty much the same weather as you this past weekend, and it was gorgeous for most of it. It was. And you're allowed to do that? You're allowed to go outside Friday? It didn't seem like that was uh, very likely. <laughs> well, Friday they announced uh, that they were you know, expanding the stay-at-home order, and they shut down golf courses, uh, tennis courts, <clears throat> sorry, the basketball courts, um, any outdoor recreational activity, and they included children's playgrounds. And I finally figured out what it takes for the laptop class to be really angry about these never-ending lockdowns that we've got in Ontario, and that's if you take away their golf and tell them they can't take their kids to the, the playground. That apparently gets them angry, shutting down restaurants, gyms, uh, florists, all these small businesses that are suffering. They didn't care about that. But, oh, wait, I can't golf? I can't take my kid to the playground? So there was a bit of a walk back of that. They're allowing kids' playgrounds to be open. Uh, The golf courses, tennis courts, basketball courts, they're all supposed to stay closed. And they also partially walked back this new power that they gave police, which was that they could stop you anytime walking down the street driving down the street police had the ability uh to stop you without probable cause to say uh where are you going where do you live why aren't you at home and uh, that faced a lot of heat it's still kind of there but they have tempered it a bit yeah to me that doesn't make any sense like the golf course should be the one place that's open you're you're naturally socially distant on a golf course but i digress i digress uh, look, look, I agree. And I, you know, tennis as well. Um, you, you're, you should be six feet apart. Otherwise, you're going to whack each other with the rackets. And that's right. <laughs> hey, so, you know, this gets announced and it, it had me because this was being talked about a lot late last week. And I was curious because it, it, when you talk about the COVID picture in Toronto uh, and especially Ontario not looking all that good, and the definition of not looking all that good it varies so much depending on who you talk to, right? So I was looking at the numbers, 
And I looked at the recent days of new COVID cases, Ontario compared to New York. I mean, the population isn't that much different. Um, they're one big city in, uh, in obviously, New York City and Toronto, kind of uh, driving the population in the province and the state. And the COVID cases, new COVID cases per 100,000 residents was almost exactly equal at about 33 per 100,000 residents in new COVID cases. Yet, north of the border, you guys are talking about shutting everything down and your hospitals being completely overwhelmed in crisis mode. And here, uh, it wasn't that long ago, we're allowing you know more visitors in hospitals and to kind of loosen up some of those restrictions. I, is anybody kind of looking at that and saying, whoa, whoa, what are we doing wrong here where we have maybe the exact same amount of spread as the people to the south of us yet we're having such a hard time? You know, it's it's weird. Um, going back to when Donald Trump was president, the only way that a lot of Canadians, especially in the media, would allow and even entertain the idea that we should ever compare ourselves to anywhere in the United States was to say, see we're better than Donald Trump is, or C, we're better than insert state with Republican governor here. And that's honestly what it comes down to, because um, New York State, for the most part, has been one of the worst hit places in, uh, in the United States. And yet I still get Canadians telling me Andrew Cuomo did a great job in New York State. I think the poll you had in your newscast would say New Yorkers feel a little bit differently uh, now that they've seen how things turned out. But you're right on, on in terms of the numbers. So the last seven days, so I'm looking at Public Health Agency of Canada numbers and the CDC numbers. The last seven days, um, our cases per 100,000 is 206. The state of New York, excluding New York City, is 215. And New York City, which has always been the epicenter, is down at 213. So you guys are opening up and things are going down. Big difference between you and us, you have vaccines. And we are, one, we're only giving out first doses, except for people in our nursing homes. You only get a second dose. Two, uh, we've extended the interval between doses to four months just to get more people uh, at least a first shot. And we're doing this because we don't have the supply. We're, we're using AstraZeneca, which you guys have not approved and probably won't. Um, you've paused Johnson & Johnson, and we're just hoping to get it despite any concerns, because it's something. So, you know, the Trudeau government up here really uh, blew it when it came to vaccines. And over the last week, that's been covered in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, Forbes, Bloomberg, and Jake Tapper did it on CNN, which caused quite a stir up here. And uh, in the Trudeau government trying to say, oh, no, we're great. Um, no. New York State is able to open up. Texas is able to open up. Illinois is able to open up. Maybe not Michigan. That's a disaster zone. Uh, because you guys have vaccines, and, and we don't. And so we're shutting things down. I'm not sure it's the way to go, but I don't know that they know, in, in, you know what to do next. And speaking of vaccines, Brian, I see on uh, your Twitter page, the Toronto Sun said that the AstraZeneca age for AstraZeneca is going from 55 to 40, and you said you yourself will be getting that AstraZeneca shot. Uh, is, that the, is that the main thought in Canada, or do people have their reservations because of the news from Europe? Uh, there's a lot of hesitancy. Uh, 
But that's partly due to, you know, sometimes I like to blame media for how we report. We don't do a great job of reporting medical stories, but I'll say this. In this case, it's our public health agencies. We had two different uh, groups of doctors at the federal level arguing with each other, one saying AstraZeneca is safe, one saying it's unsafe. And, and of course, we all know the reason, the concern about blood clots, but the the chance of a woman, and it's mostly women of childbearing age that they're concerned about. So the chance of a woman getting a blood clot from AstraZeneca is about one in a million. A woman taking the birth control pill, it's, according to the FDC, three to five in 10,000. So AstraZeneca is far safer than the birth control pill, which, as one woman said to me, we hand those out to each other like candy and nobody bats an eye. So, yeah, I'm going to take the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine as soon as I can. But there is a lot of hesitancy because people are a little freaked. How, how much of the vaccine do you know? Or maybe you'll get a good idea this week when you go to sign up uh, how difficult it is to get the vaccine over there. Um, so every time that they've opened it up to a new age bracket, there's been a rush and then that dissipates. And the reason that they're opening it up to people uh uh, my age group now, 40 and over, instead before it was above 55, is because, well, they've kind of seen a petering out of people in the, that age bracket signing up. So, look, we, we still have limited supply. It's why we've got to do this. Uh, you guys are a washing vaccine. Um, you know, I know one of the reasons you were able to say we don't need Johnson & Johnson when there were concerns raised about the blood clotting there is that you got enough Pfizer and Moderna to look after everyone who wants a shot. I mean, it, most states, I think, are down to age 16 and over now, aren't they? Are, are you the being, entire country. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're hoping to be there by the end of June, maybe. Wow. <laughs> it's a long road ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so we end up, you know, not being able to golf, not being able to play tennis, like do things that are outdoors, Um you know, because they're just trying to find a way to contain the spread. The good news is that we've had enough vaccine that the deaths are going down. And of course, like like everywhere else, where did the deaths occur? Nursing homes, uh, retirement homes, people who were over the age of 70 primarily with underlying conditions. Those people have at least been offered a shot, most of them two shots. So, you know, yesterday, despite having... Uh, about 4,300 cases, I think, we had 18 deaths. Back in January, when we were in a second wave and we weren't even hitting 4,300 cases, we were having 100 deaths a day in a population of 14 million. So, you know, that, that may, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you say 100 people in 14 million, it's not a lot, but it is if it's your family and it's enough to, for people to say, we've got to do something to stop it from going even higher. Well, now, you know, the case numbers are higher, the deaths are lower, because even though we've only had a little bit of vaccine, it went to the right spots. Now we've got to vaccinate in the, the, the meat packing plants, the food processing places, the warehouses, because that's where the, the virus is still spreading. In industrial settings where people are still working, uh, they're not part of the laptop class like me. And uh, they still have to go to work every day. Yeah, um, we're seeing similar numbers here in the U.S. and New York State, too. You know, you mentioned those long-term care facilities. I, my jaw almost hit the floor. And I read uh, this week, I think it was in the CBC, 
that in Ottawa, across Ontario, long-term care facilities being told to free up space to help hospitals handle the surge of COVID patients by bringing COVID patients into some of those care facilities. I, I couldn't believe that what I was reading came, you know, in uh, April of 2021 and not April of 2020, because this is the exact mistake that was made over here uh, uh, over a year ago. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, it, my understanding of it is we're not going to pull a Cuomo and put sick people in nursing homes because that would be awful. Um and uh, my former colleague Janice Dean is continuing to wage a battle because of what happened to her family down in New York City due to that. Uh, this is taking people who are not COVID infected, who it's called alternate level of care. Uh, you're stuck in a hospital because you were sick and now there's no long-term care facility to take you. Sadly, due to death and other issues, there are now space in some of our long-term care facilities and they want to take people who are not infected with covid and relieve some of the strain on hospital by putting them in long-term care some of these people have been stuck in hospital for the the last year because we've we stopped any transfers so if you went in because of a, a bunch of medical conditions and you, in normal times, would have been transferred out to long-term care. You've been stuck in the hospital because we didn't want to put people infected with COVID in. There's still a concern that that could happen, uh, but with m over 95% of our long-term care residents uh, vaccinated, I think it's north of 80% of staff, um, I, I don't think we would see the same disastrous results that you guys saw last March and April. Brian, you know, I've uh, been reading your uh, article that is from Saturday uh, about Trudeau take, potentially taking full power um, over the provinces. And when I was reading it, you know, I, I saw it's not just vaccines that the federal government in Canada missed out on. They also declined to get masks early on in the pandemic. Everything that, you know, Justin Trudeau, the Prince of Woke, has touched when it comes to this has been a disaster. So early on in the pandemic, um, they realized that they don't have enough PPE. We've got a national emergency strategic stockpile that has antivirals, blankets, everything you need for a, uh, an emergency. And ever since SARS back in the early 2000s, it's supposed to carry uh, PPE. Well, they downgraded that. They downgraded a, a pandemic early warning system, all these things. And then as the world's scrambling to get PPE, Honeywell, you know, pretty well-known company, major manufacturer of N95 masks, contacts the government and says, the company wants to work with you. We understand you're searching for PPE. They were told to go fill out a form on an online portal like everyone else. Well, I don't know, you know, I'm sure the same thing happened with you guys. The government put out the word they're looking for PPE. Every scam artist in the world is trying to set themselves up as a broker. And I know a guy in this city who can deliver this. That's what was mostly clogging up that. And Honeywell just didn't get a reply. They're offering the government N95 masks, and they're told, go take a, a ticket and stand in line. Uh, they didn't deal with proper border restrictions. Um, I was coming back from Florida in mid-February uh, from visiting my folks down there, and what, were we, what was I asked? Have you been to Wuhan, China? That's it. Um, they, didn't, they didn't do proper screening 
or quarantine measures until it was far too late. And now we've got flights, uh, Whistler, British Columbia, great ski resort. It, it now has the highest uh, uh, outbreak of the Brazilian variant outside of Brazil because of a bunch of flights, a bunch of people going into ski. They didn't stop this. They're not doing proper um, screening. All of these things are happening, and the Trudeau guys are just like, yeah, okay. Brian, you mentioned uh, having family in Florida. You know, there's a lot of Canadians in the state of Florida or that vacation in Florida. Have there been a lot of Canadians that have summer homes in Florida that have been here for the entire pandemic or vice versa? You know, we have people in Erie County that own property in Canada and haven't been there for the last year. Has that been a common thing in Ontario? Um, I wouldn't say people that have, have stayed uh, the whole year because, you know, my, my parents came back um, end of March last year and they haven't been back. So a bunch of their friends did and they're fully vaccinated. A bunch of their friends flew down and said, you know what, I'm going to risk it. I'll go. And that's when they went down when Florida was experiencing a high number of cases. But they just said, I'm going down. I'll get vaccinated there. Um, and, uh, so, you know, here's the weird thing. We can fly back and forth across each other's borders, but we can't drive and, you know, living in the region, like we all do, uh, how often would you drive across for you guys to go to crystal beach or up to Port Dover or somewhere? And we'd go down to, uh, to Amherst or to Bill's game or whatever. We can't do that back and forth that we're so used to here. You talked about going to a Sabres game the other night. You know, my brother and I would do that now and again. Can't do that at this point. But you can fly across, and some people have. All right. Brian Litley from the Toronto Sun, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, guys. All right. Brian Litley, thanks so much again. Uh, And giving you kind of a picture of what it's like up there in Toronto. uh, Some strict restrictions being announced last week on Friday. And I guess the hope there is that they can get this vaccine out. They're dropping the vaccine age to 40. But to help them clarify things a little bit, the hospital situation is really what sets apart Ontario from New York. Cases about the same. Um, They do have a good amount of people who are deemed high risk vaccinated, even though it's nowhere near what we have here. The big difference is their hospital ability to kind of take care of that situation. And as you see, we're heading into the warmer months and they're mentioning things that we were mentioning last year that I, I don't think we're going to hear this year. They're taking the rims off of basketball hoops. Uh, no tennis. They're not putting the tennis nets up. Uh, they're trying to limit uh, going to the playground. I mean, this is all stuff we went through April 2020 that we are very excited about being able to do yeah. summer of 2021. Well, uh, if you want to comment on what's going on in Canada, you can 803-0930. Me and Joe went to Sabres game on Saturday. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I want to hear from you on events and uh, going forward, your kind of comfort level and if you've been to an event, what it was like. Also, on the vaccine, we talked to Brian Lilly. He is getting the AstraZeneca vaccine. Said there's a lot of hesitancy, though, because of the news surrounding that fan. That's the only one available in Canada. Your thoughts on that is now over 50% of American adults have gotten at least one dose of that vaccine. All that and more coming up. It's 927. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right. Back here on WBEN with uh, Beamaz and Beamer. And, you know, this weekend we were talking about last week. Because I was excited to be able to get out and go to an event. We went to the Sabres game on Saturday. And it was exciting to be at an event. It felt a little bit uh, Underwhelming? Weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I see. I'm, I'm always – I got to be – careful when somebody at like you know uh my i saw my wife after and she's like oh did you have fun and i was like well i i don't want to be i don't want to say no because did i have a good time yeah oh we were hanging out we were yeah. having a good time the whole you know it was i did have a fun time hanging out with you at a hockey game but like if you were to ask me was the game fun to be at that's when it gets a little more complicated. And I'm like, well, okay, I had a good time. I was there with my friend, and we were watching hockey, and that's, you know, fun. But generally speaking, and as opposed to normal, was the game fun? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's when you get into I I don't know. Yeah, I liked being at something that was supposed to resemble normal, but it didn't. No. I mean – you said uh, this morning, Brian, you know, all these things you've gone to in the past, and you said, wow, the arena was pretty empty tonight. No, I don't think yeah. I'll ever say that again. Yeah. The arena was very empty on Saturday. Now, again, it was a fun, it was a, it was a game to go to. As you said, we had fun hanging out, but it just, you realize an event like that is missing something when it's not 
a crowd, yeah. a lively crowd. We've uh, I, everyone's seen that before, right? Where you go to an event of some sort and there's you would say, oh, this is empty. Oh, there's like no one here. And you kind of feel that way. And maybe it's like half full or something like that. There's so many empty seats. There's a whole section where there's nobody sitting. I have a picture of, uh, I think it's myself and my brother and sister from a game, you know, I don't know, maybe like five years ago or something like that where, no, it would have been longer, where we're sitting up in the 300s and there's, I mean, literally around us, there's not a single other person in the in the frame of the picture. And that's why I thought it was a cool picture because I'm like, well, when are you, when are you ever going to see this? Yeah. A, a whole section where it's basically to yourself. <laughs> Little did I know, you'd see it uh, plenty more times, but that was nothing compared to what we saw on Saturday where, I, I mean, you have to remember, you have to go through either testing or proving that you're vaccinated to get in. That's on top of what you would pay for the ticket and, uh, you know, everything else that you have to kind of go through to get situated. I mean, there's really not an option there for you to wake up on Saturday morning and say, hey, let's go down to the Sabres game. It's just it's very tough to do that. So that kind of plays a big role. And, of course, the teams play this year. That plays a big role into there not being a lot of people there. But it was just it was just so weird to even when you go to those events and you're like, oh, it's pretty empty. I mean, there's a little bit of a buzz. I mean, you can, you, you know, just a, the murmur of the crowd, even when the places, you know, I, I call it dead all the time because the people aren't really into the action a lot. There's still that buzz. There's still a buzz of people in yeah. the crowd. And all there was was the fake fan uh, noise that they played, which literally sounded like a fan. Uh, that you heard over the loudspeakers. In delayed reaction, and, uh, you know, poor uh, Dylan Cousins, who got booed by the fake fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Just to make it sound a little realistic. I mean, I was clapping. I could hear the echo yes. of my clap. I have a video of you clapping, and you can hear the echo coming back in the video. Which is, I, you know, that's it's crazy. You, I mean, just you would never think to that so when you ask did you have fun at the event it's a loaded question i yeah you have to kind of like i had a good time but a good time relative to what i've been able to do in the past year and if you told me that that is what an event is going to be like going forward there's just no, no thank way you. that uh you would ever you know agree to something like that i also thought it was really sad before the game brian you know around the arena there was nothing open like we had a we had, we, yeah. we walked a, not a considerable amount but we we had to walk away from the arena to get a pregame beverage. Uh, the positive, we got to park for free. Uh, the negative, nothing around the arena was open for that pregame. Yeah, yeah I mean the businesses around the arena. There's no, I right. mean, there's nothing driving them right. to uh, you know stay open even when there is an event and right. there is going to be you know a few hundred people there. Uh, it's just not enough to uh, tell an entire staff of people to, all right, let's go and to open things up. And we saw that firsthand when uh, so many things aren't open. It's, it's sad to walk around there. And then walking into the arena, I, I told you, I, you know, I've covered events with presidents where I've had an easier time getting into the arena than three checkpoints, <laughs> <laughs> the checkpoint. Another checkpoint, the metal detector checkpoint, and then so on and so forth. I mean, it was it was pretty tough, and it resembled something like you know what you'd see going oh, yeah. into one of these high security events. So they scan your uh, if you're vaccinated, they scan your code from your. Uh, I'm sorry, if you have gotten the test, they scan your code. Brian got to just show the card. Then you go to a middle uh, thing, and they just take your temperature, and then you finally get to get your ticket scanned in. 
Yeah, and, you know, just kind of darken. I took a picture of the concourse in, after the first period. Yes. Just because, you know, this is the time when the concourse is flooded and there's like two people standing there, maybe in line. There's never any line to get anything. Um, it, it was just... Uh, Only like three concession stands were open. Yeah, so. it's just, it's strange. It's just not exactly what you'd want. But you know what it makes me? It makes me crave a real event even more. Right, It makes me want to go into that building when it is the situations you and I are describing. Like I, after Saturday, I want to be in that building when it's full again. I want to go to a concert when it's full again because this was not an event. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could want that anymore, uh, going to a game or not going to right. a game. I mean, that was that's just my appetite for the last year is I, I crave that kind of atmosphere and event and uh, love to see it going forward. I, you know, I was thinking more about what this summer might look like with the uh, Blue Jays being, you know, not official yet, but most likely playing a good chunk of their home season here in Buffalo. And, you know, I'm kind of getting excited for that. Like, uh, it's a nice thing to be able to go and do, and that'll be fun to go out and see some Major League Baseball. But I do have to say that after going to that game on Saturday, I'm maybe just a little less excited about that opportunity especially if these same rules stay in place for that long because if it's going to be the same atmosphere which is to say no atmosphere right and you know that's to no fault of the people who were at the game it's just there's not enough people there in a huge building to create any sort of atmosphere i it's not going to be like going to a major league baseball game or or doing anything like that no and you'd have the same amount of people at the ballpark that you had at the arena so it would still have that empty feeling. And maybe this is me being too optimistic, um, but I do think by June, Brian, we are going to see an increase in those capacities. I would like to think that we're going to see that stadium at least half full for the first Blue Jays game. Yeah, you would think so. And you can let us know, 803-0930, uh, with your calls of if you've been to an event, uh, especially if that's changed the way you think about events going forward and what is and isn't necessary to put these things on because I know some people can be and maybe the Bills game was an example of this where you saw it on TV and I was kind of expecting the Bills game to look like how the Sabres game looked like uh, for us on Saturday but didn't look that bad I mean it looked like there were some people there and I mean there was definitely an atmosphere you could say uh, in in that game and you can hear the crowd the actual crowd not just the uh, you know fake crowd that was kind of pumped in there uh, you can kind of feel them, and I, it made me think more positively than I had going into uh, about you know going to an event like that. That all right, you know maybe it is possible to capture just a little bit of that atmosphere and uh, tide you over. But you know after being uh, there on Saturday, I lost a little bit about that. Uh, somebody else uh, chiming in on our text board eight zero three zero nine thirty, the same place you can give us a call. Don't you think the reason a lot of people who are there is because the Sabres have been so bad this year? And, you know, that 100% has something to do with it, right? Right. I mean, the team is not playing that well. They're not selling the entire amount of 10% of tickets that they can. No. You're not getting the full energy from the people that are there. Except on Saturday, you were getting some energy from the Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of that there. um, But it, it felt like, you know... a t-ball game the you know the, because that's that's the level you know people are cheering and stuff but it's a few people cheering in a big you know open space 
doesn't really make that much of a dent in things when right. you really think about it. But I that does have you know a huge thing to do with it. But I, I do kind of wonder. It does make you wonder about you know all right if you're going to see a concert if similar rules are in place you're going to anything else that you normally would is it going to be at that level until you get back to a hundred percent and if you can get back to a hundred percent you know I, I mean are you gonna is that are you comfortable enough to head to those games after you know kind of watching what you see on uh, Saturday because for me I in my head even I would you know I would go I've said this before I'd go to a concert tomorrow I, you know I'd go to a PAX wherever tomorrow if I had the opportunity to uh, to me if you were sitting in that arena I would say all right you know maybe this isn't going to cut it uh, we're going to need more events like that it would make me more likely to say yes to a packed event if I was on the fence. And I think a lot of people, that's the question. What is it going to take for you to feel comfortable? And of course, in months from now, Brian, there's still going to be people who aren't comfortable to go to a packed, uh, a packed arena, to a packed concert. Uh, but, you know, I am interested in what will it take for, is it, does, is it you being vaccinated? Or is that number of how many people in the county are vaccinated, does that matter to you feeling comfortable? I, I think it's uh, obviously everyone has their own answers, uh, but I am interested in where people's comfort is on going to a packed event. Well, it should be you, right? I mean, that's. I think if you listen to what doctors have to say, if you are vaccinated, you have no reason to really right. be concerned about catching COVID. Because even in the rare case where you do, because it's not 100% effective, the big number that you have to worry about with the vaccine is the 100% that is, you know, you don't have to worry about a severe illness, a hospitalization, or uh, dying from COVID if you have the vaccine because it basically makes that risk zero, um, even if you do catch it. Tim in Albion, you are on WBEN. What's going on, Tim? Yeah, uh, just wanted to make a comment on um, going downtown to see a Blue Jays game, uh, listen to you guys, I would I would love to be able to do that. And, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe by June, uh, they might, I was I was hoping they possibly would would allow a, a full stadium if you could prove you were vaccinated. Yeah, well, see, Tim, I, that's what I'm interested in. I, I would think the same thing. I think a lot of people would think the same thing. I think a, a lot of those same people would also say, I mean, you still have to order chips with a beer. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to really allow a full stadium in a couple months' time. Does it change your excitement level at all if there is that reduced capacity and kind of all these limitations of what you can and can't do? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you know, I, you know, I've been to many Bills games, many Sabres games, and, you know, part of the excitement of the whole thing is, is the crowd. You know, oh, uh, I would I would love to have an opportunity to go see a major league baseball game. I mean, I haven't gone to a Sabres game this year only because I don't want to go and watch that mess. But uh, on the same hand, you know, the, the the crowd and the excitement is all part of the whole deal. You know, the crowd plays so much into sports, Tim. You know, I, as you know, I'm a huge college football fan. And watching college football this year, it wasn't the same. Without the band going crazy, the fans, you know, that Notre Dame-Clemson game was the closest to an actual game this year where they went on the field, they stormed the field. Uh, But, you know, it's not the same. When you have these places, a packed house, fans going insane. I mean, we know what what a Bills home opener is like every year. You know, that plays so much 
into the enjoyment of the game. Yeah, it's atmosphere is what you're missing when you go into an event like this. And that's why when you say, hey, did you have fun going to, uh, you know, the game? Or And this is kind of expanded now. It's, it's not just a game uh, that it was when this first started. It's other events, too. I mean, you can go to a place like, I mean, Shays isn't opening up because they can't feasibly do so with uh, just a slim amount of people. But you could theoretically open that up for a concert, a play, or anything like that. And you'd have these same restrictions where it's 10% or 20%. It depends on, you know, the arena. It's the same for a graduation ceremony, which UB is planning on going forward with in the future. When they do a big graduation ceremony outside at UB Stadium, it's only going to be, uh, you know, maybe tw- I think it's 25 or 30% at a, a venue like that scattered throughout the area. It's just not that same feeling when not you hear the, the cheers you're walking across the uh stage and everything like that i it is uh, it is kind of like that little league baseball thing that i i, I did mention before where you kind of have a few people cheering in a in big sea of nothingness right where right. It, the all the atmosphere kind of gets lost and spread out there sure it means a lot and graduation maybe is the perfect way to um you know draw the line to because you're talking about your parents watching you being proud of something and uh, there you are oh you know i can actually pick out where my parents are in the crowd i actually might be able to hear them clap in the crowd for me as they walk across the stage because no one else is here but yeah it, it definitely does make a difference it's not the same but especially something like that a graduation i'm sure it's better in front of 20 percent capacity than another virtual graduation you know something that you can remember and something that your family was at least able to be part of yeah no uh, absolutely when it's better in person than virtually but we're, we are still missing a lot of that and we are getting to that point our big story today over 50% of adults, right, um, yes. receiving at least one shot of the vaccine. We are more and more talking about these events being done outdoors, whether it's the graduation at the stadium at UB or they said they're doing another outdoor location that they haven't named yet, uh, whether it's going to be that baseball game that happens here in the summer. It's an outdoor place where the risk is relatively low if almost non-existent as long as you're not screaming in somebody's face right joe i know you're you know you uh, scream in someone's face all the time when you go to events like this but it it is nearing that point where you have to start thinking okay we have some restrictions in place for a reason but as this picture clears up more and more and then we're in a setting where the risk is relatively low according to just about every doctor that you speak of I mean, is it time to uh, really rethink what we're doing when it comes to an outdoor setting in order to get people feeling a little bit more normal again and get people back into the swing of normal life once more that they've missed so much in the last year? Because now we're approaching year two Another of all these missed opportunities to go out and, you know, do the things that you make memories uh, for, uh, whether that's getting married or uh, going to that game with, uh, you know, your dad or something like that. I mean, another year of this, if it's unnecessary, is going to hurt that much harder. And I'd be uh, interested to know what the Bison officials are saying and what the city of Buffalo is thinking come June. Will we be able to expand that capacity? Brian, before we get out of here, someone mentioned the Ole Miss baseball game. They are playing in front of full capacity, and when they hit a home run, they throw the water bottles up in the air. It seems like one of the coolest things to be a part of. 
Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll never see it because I don't care to watch it. Oh. Hey, you were listening to <laughs> B-Maz and Beamer. We'll be with you tomorrow uh, on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.